Welcome back to the Westbrook Podcast. The Washington Wizards season is now over after a embarrassing loss to the 76ers, 129-112 to 112 without Joel Embiid. Look, the 76ers are still a great team even without him, but I expected for them to make this more of a game. And because of their lack of ability to play defense and their lack of personnel to do so, they end this season on a stinker in Game 5, 129-112. to 112. Welcome back to the Westbrook Podcast. I am your host, J.D. Jackson. As always, you can find me on Twitter, Russell Westbrook is the chip, at Always and Forever Art, and on YouTube at J-Rock Soccer and Basketball Sessions. Let's get it one last time. Guys, it's real simple. The Philadelphia 76ers were a much better team with Embiid, and they're still a better team without him I tried to tell everybody in the aftermath of winning uh, game 4 that the 76ers are still a very good team even without Joel Embiid they're just great when he is in the lineup and it proved true Russell Westbrook and Bradley Beal are dynamic they're a great backcourt but rotations 1 through 8, 1 through 9 the 76ers are just better. Guys, to be honest with you, there's three, maybe four players on the Washington Wizards active roster, meaning you know, non-injured players that are actually NBA rotation players for the playoffs. Russell Westbrook, Bradley Beal, you could I guess you could throw in Rui Hachimura and And I would say Daniel Gafford. Those are rotation playoff players. And I mean rotate. I don't even mean starters. I would say Bradley Beal and Russell Westbrook are starters. If you want to make a deep run in the playoffs. Rui at this age, a sophomore, we saw him grow up a little bit. He's still not that good on defense. So I guess you can teeter-totter and say maybe Rui might be a playoff starter. Or he might be a bench player. And... Gafford, maybe, at this point in their careers. Two of them are actually stars. Russell Westbrook and Bradley Beal. On a playoff team that wants to go far. The other two are questionable and no one else is a rotation player. As much as I love Neto and his heart and tenacity. He's not a player that should be playing significant minutes in an 8-9 to man rotation in the playoffs. It's just the truth. Neither is Hutchinson. Neither is Lynn. Neither is Lopez. And I like hookshot Lopez. Alright? I like it too. It's just a beauty to see. Those aren't rotation players for the NBA playoffs, guys. There are two players you can look at and say those are playoff starters. Their names are Westbrook and Beal. You can't say that definitively about anyone else. On the Washington Wizards roster. Look, I waited a couple days to speak on this. You know, because I was frustrated. And I was frustrated because I knew that this team just isn't good as currently constructed. So I needed a couple days to calm down. To really analyze. And just, you know, so I wouldn't fly off the handle. Scott Brooks made some putrid decisions. I think leaving Ish Smith on that floor... 
it was just a colossal mistake. It was just a colossal strategic chess move by him. It was a massive failure. But who does he have to choose? He went to Neto. I mean, that's not any better. But who is he going to put in there? Denny and Bertans are hurt. Bertans have one good game this series anyway. But they're both injured. You don't have Thomas Bryant. Who were you going to put on the floor? What, Hutchinson? That, I mean, I guess he's taller. So he would have helped on defense. But he would have shrunk the floor on the offense. That was already a, a floor that just that had no openings in it. Who? Who do, who do you... I mean, I want him to try... I thought Gill did well versus, versus Tobias Harris. In the first half in his minutes. And he was a tank. Tobias Harris can go anywhere on Gill. He didn't play him. Why? I'm saying all this to say, not to just rant. Yes, he made some poor decisions. You guys know how I feel about Scott Brooks. I just don't, I just, I think his decision making quite often is poor. But I will tell him when he's done a good job as well. But I do think his decision making quite often is not good. But I also know who the hell is he going to play? The team isn't good. It's not. You have two definitive playoff starters on the Washington Wizards roster. Two. Among active players. I know Denny's hurt. I know Bertrand's hurt. I know Thomas Bryant's is hurt. Of the active players, you had two. You can say maybe on Rui and Gafford. Rui it was nice to see him grow up and hit some big shots. He was very efficient in this series. But you guys got to remember, because I keep seeing this, that's by design. They don't want Russell Westbrook and Bradley Bill beating them. So, yes, Rui's getting wide open corner threes. And, yes, Rui's, you know, getting that little elbow jumper when he wants it. They'll take that all day. They will let Rui have that. I'm happy he hit them. I am happy he was efficient. But let's just not act like we can just start dumping the ball of Rui as a sophomore in the league and just say, go get it. That, that, that don't work. That whole entire defense is geared around Russell Westbrook and Bradley Beal. And not Rui Hachimura. They'll let him have his. But he's got to get better on the defensive end. I want to explain myself because I know people are... Very, very sensitive about Rui Hachimura. And I think he's a good young player. He is lazy on defense. It's, he's, he's either lazy or he just doesn't understand. It's one of those two. Or maybe it's a combination of both. But he's just... He's a maybe as well. As far as being a playoff starter. And same thing with Gafford. I think Gafford's great. He swats everything. He gets tired in about six to seven minutes. He's got to work on his fouling as well. But I, I think that he's already getting better at that. Is he a playoff starter? I don't know yet. He's better than Lopez and Lynn, which is why he should be starting on the Wizards team. I don't know, guys. I uh, I tweeted, I'm ready to move on. Offseason, first order of business. Will Scott Brooks return or will they just let his, his contract expire and let him walk? Guys, they don't have to fire him. I keep hearing that. He, his contract is over. They're either going to renew him or let him go. That's the first order of business. I will act accordingly. Because here's the truth, guys. 
I will act accordingly because although I can be fair and say, who the hell was Scott Brooks supposed to play? While also saying, but Ish Smith is not it. I can go back and say, well, at the beginning of the season, Thomas Bryant was healthy. At the beginning of the season, Denny Abdiya was healthy. So we were still losing. We started off 17-32. So we're not going to act like everyone's been injured all season long. Thomas Bryant did get injured early, but we were already losing then. So we can't completely absolve him. Uh, I get it. Well, they injured Russell Westbrook in the, in during training camp. Uh, to be honest with you, I can't believe he was playing if he was injured in training camp. I mean, I just they obviously got better when Russell Westbrook got healthy. Well, maybe if you would have just sat him down for a couple weeks, he'd been healthy earlier. Just a thought. Just a thought. Maybe a record isn't seventeen and thirty-two. Because he went 17 and 6 when he was healthy until he tweaked his ankle and you got bounced in the first round to the Philadelphia 76ers, who was clearly a much better team than the Washington Wizards. Can't absolve him. Players, too. Look, I mean, there were points in this game where I thought they were just getting straight up out hustling and straight up punk. Like this wasn't an elimination game. I didn't like it. But, guys, Westbrook and Beal. I mean, they just, they were doing absolutely, they did did everything they possibly could. They were trying to do everything. I mean, Russ had 24, Bill had 32. Russ was 2 of 5 from 3, Bill was 2 of 7 from 3. Russ was 7 of 20 from the field. Neither one of them shot well. Russ was 7 of 20, Bill was 10 of 23. Neither one of them shot well. But guys, they did everything. Russ had... Eight rebounds, 10 assists. Bill had seven rebounds, five assists. 32 points for Bill, 24 points for Russell Westbrook. Four personal fouls. I mean, they were trying to get Russ had four turnovers. Bill had five. That's a lot, which I always tell you that those two need to keep it eight or under. They were one over, so okay. I just, I mean, I don't know, guys. I know they didn't shoot efficiently, but I watched that game and I felt bad for Westbrook and Bill. There are not playoff rotation players on that court with them there just there isn't and I don't know how Tommy Shepard and Ted are going to fix this roster let's talk about like I just I don't want to talk about this game anymore we lost we got bounced out five games 4-1 looking forward to next season let's talk about what the Washington Wizards options are and what Ted and Tommy Shepard are going to do and if Scott Brooks deserves to come back this season as a coach of the Washington Wizards right after these messages. All right, guys, let's talk about the Washington Wizards' future. I'm going to operate as if Ted and... Tommy Shepard told the truth in the press conference after the Wizards lost uh, game five, lost to the um, Philadelphia 76ers, that they were being honest that they're in win now mode. If they are in win now mode, Tommy Shepard and Ted have to be completely and utterly creative to improve this roster. 
Now, let me tell you why. The 2021-2022 salary cap, I believe, is $112 million. Okay? The Wizards already have a guaranteed contracts of $116 million. It means they're already $4 million over the cap. So, they're already operating over the cap. Now, you know, you got the MLEs and things like that. They can use uh, to make the roster better as far as, like, free agents are concerned. But... If they're already over the cap, um, I just I just don't know how they're going to improve this roster. Now, you can try to trade for someone like a Jeremy Grant. And I think this is a long shot because Jeremy Grant doesn't want to just be a role player. That's the reason why he wanted out of Denver to get to Detroit. Um, I know people are talking about Jeremy Grant loves Russell Westbrook, and that is true. But the reason why... He wants to be in Detroit because he wanted to be the first section option. First or second option. Sorry, I can't talk. Um, he's not going to be that in D.C. You have Russell Westbrook and Bradley Beal. And then, so I just, I don't know if he really wants to be in D.C. to go back to being like a third or fourth option. Um, because Tommy Bryant's going to return as well. Um, we'll see. Um, but let's just say like a Jeremy Grant, you would have to trade Denny or Rui or both in a pick um, in order to get someone like Jeremy Grant. Um, I, I just and I just don't know. Do with the Pistons like Denny and Rui that much? But they like Denny. That much who makes four and a half million and rule who makes about five million. Do they like them that much to where they take those two in a pick and give up Jeremy Grant, who's under contract until 2023, I believe? I just I just don't know. Um, I know he want he didn't want to be a role player. That's why he went to Detroit and left Den Denver, who's a well oiled machine. Um I just don't see how realistic it is that he does that. Um, but like I said, Russell Wilson's making $44 million. Bradley Beal's making 33 that season. And you got Davis at 16. Um, Davis is your only trade chip, but you have to keep Davis for half the season, I would believe, correct? I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but his value's so low. He's not worth the $16 million right now. So you're going to trade Davis for Tons and get something better. You're just not. His value is so low. Or get something more helpful for the Wizards. You're not going to trade Davis Bertans, who isn't even performing to his $16 million level, and get back someone who can play defense and shoot the three. Davis is one-dimensional, and he wasn't even great in the moments he needed to be great um, throughout the season. So why would they give up a 3 and D guy for Davis Bertans? Um, so that's the situation that you're in. So I'm thinking... I mean, do you hold on to Bertans and hope he builds his value? I don't know. I don't know. Um, I would think yes. I think if you trade him now, you don't get enough. You have Thomas Bryant, who makes uh, a little over eight and a half million uh, in 2021-2022. But, I mean, he's coming off a major injury. Uh, so is Denny. So even if you want to trade Denny and Rui, like they're coming off of these major injuries. These teams don't really know what these players are. Um, I don't know, guys. Like, I just, I think you bring back, 
Daniel Gafford, obviously you've got Russ and Beal under contract, and you you kind of have to hold on to Bertans until he gets his value back up. I'm just curious how. I'm curious how the Washington Wizards are going to build around Russell Westbrook and Bradley Beal, and that seems to be what is what they're saying they want to do. This is not a run it back team. I was happy that they are self-aware. This is not a run it back team. We've got to get better. And that means in talent. Okay, I agree. How? I just, you're already over the cap. How are you going to do that? Um, <clears throat> so, uh, yeah, but with, you know, with just between Russell Westbrook and Bradley Bill, you're at almost... 78 million alone. Then you add in Bertans. Uh, he's making 16. You know, you're at 94 million. You add in Thomas Bryant. You're already at 102. Um, throw in Rui and Denny. You're at 110. I, I just... I don't know, guys. I mean, Chandler Hutchinson, I can't believe he's making $5 million. In what world? He's making more than Rui and Denny. I just, I, I, I don't, I don't understand. Uh, I, I just, no, I'm sorry. Chandler Hutchins making four. My apologies. My apologies. Uh, he's making four million. Uh, so right around the same as Diddy and Rui, um, which still doesn't make any sense. So I just. But you have these non-guaranteed contracts in Daniel Gafford and Anthony Gill and uh, and Mosley um, that you can get rid of. You have qualifying offers of Isak Bunga and Garrison Matthews. All that stuff can, you know, help out with your salary situation. But uh, I just, I just, I'm curious to see how how you're going to improve the roster, and you're already over the salary cap by about four million dollars. You've got to trade some of these assets away. I just don't know how you trade Davis Bertans now. Or Thomas Bryant when he's coming off an injury. Or Denny Abdel coming off an injury. I, I just don't know how you do that. Um, now, are they going to bring back... Let's see. What is, what is Robin Lopez's contract for 2021-2022? Is he done? No. So they can let Robin Lopez... They can let him walk. Uh, they can let Ishmith walk. I would do those things. Um, and just try to, I guess, tr hope for free agency to see if you can get some good players to go there. See if you can try. Try. I'm not saying don't try to trade Bertans. Do it. But you just, can you just take anything? I don't think so. Because then you're you're making lateral moves rather than moves going forward. Um, and I just don't think that that's worth it. Um, now. Let's talk about Scott Brooks. Scott Brooks, should he return as a Wizards head coach? And really, I think the truth is, what we need to say to ourselves is, do Bradley Beal and Russell Westbrook want Scott Brooks to return as a Wizards head coach? Guys, the answer is unequivocally, yes, they do. Um, monumental basket. Uh, so it was said in the postseason or after the game, the next day in the, in the press conference, that.
that Russell Westbrook gave a big endorsement for Scott Brooks, said he didn't know why Scott Brooks shouldn't return. He did a great job. Um, and then basically Bradley Beal said the same thing. Uh, so I just, guys, I have a feeling Scott Brooks is going to return because the two superstars want Scott Brooks there. Unless Bradley Beal goes behind Russell Westbrook's back and says, I don't give a damn what Russell Westbrook says. You're building, you're building around me. And he, they're building around Russ and Bill. But Bill's been there. So unless Bill goes behind and says, no, nah, I don't give a damn what Russell Westbrook says. I respect the hell out of him. I want him here. But Scott Brooks got to go. Unless that happens, I have a feeling Scott Brooks is going to return. I, I hope not. And this, I'm not about to hear and slander Scott Brooks. I just hope that there is a new voice in D.C., a new defensive-minded coach in D.C., that is going to coach this team, fix all the fundamental errors that they have, and is a new voice in the locker room for the Washington Wizards. That's all I'm going to say. I'm not going to sit here and slander Scott Brooks. He's an NBA basketball coach. I wish him the best if they do. Uh, Resign, I wish him the best if they don't. I personally think there needs to be a new head coach. But these stars, they're endorsing him. They think he's great. We know Russell Westbrook wanted to be in D.C. because he thinks that Scott Brooks is great. He believes that in his heart. And Russell Westbrook, he's always honest. If he says this is what he believes, that's what he believes. So I have a feeling we are going to have another season of Scott Brooks. Maybe they can sign a defensive assistant coach. I don't know. And then they have to up their personnel. They've got to get 3 and D players, guys. I said Gary Trent Jr. would be perfect. Now, I know Gary Trent Jr. is probably going to stay in Toronto. But he would be great for the Washington Wizards. He would be absolutely outstanding. So would George Hill. Well, he's probably going to stay in Philadelphia. See, I named George Hill, Jeremy Grant, and Gary Trent Jr. They would all be amazing next to Russell Westbrook and Bradley Beal. But the chances are we won't see them. Those three, those three players would be ideal for the Washington Wizards. We would improve greatly. But I know the chances are slim. Um, now, what are some free agents that might be able to get it done out here in D.C.? That will be my next podcast. I will go through players that I think that are on the free agency market that are actually a possible get for the Washington Wizards that would be great alongside Russell Westbrook and Bradley Beal. So stay tuned for that podcast next week. But guys, right here is where I'll break things. Thank you guys so much for listening to the Westbrook Podcast. Guys, I really, really appreciate it. This was my first full season doing the Westbrook Podcast. I had a ton of fun. Uh, I have a ton of fun conversing with you guys on Twitter because you guys have definitely been there conversing with me there. I really, really appreciate it. I love that you guys converse with me on YouTube and things like that. So I just wanted to say thank you, thank you, thank you. I appreciate every single one of you guys so, so much. If you listen to the podcast for the first time, you haven't subscribed, hit that subscribe button. I'm on all the major podcast platforms. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Radio Public, much, much more. And guys, you guys know you can always find me on YouTube at J-Rock Soccer and Basketball Sessions. Yes, I got videos with my son playing soccer. 
but I also got plenty of Washington Wizards and Russell Westbrook, the West Wolf highlights. So thank you guys so much for listening to the West Wolf Podcast. I am your host, J.D. Jackson. As always, you can find me on Twitter, Russell Westbrook is a chip, at Always and Forever Art, and on YouTube at J-Rock Soccer and Basketball Sessions. And as always, until next time, peace.